Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. Back at it again. Let's go, let's go, let's go. This is the IVP with Dr. IBC. Now, how's everyone doing today? Hopefully, everyone's having an amazing time, an amazing day. Um, for today, you know, we usually do the intro right away, right away, but I just wanted to acknowledge everybody that's listening. Shout out to everybody that's listening. Um, there's a lot of things going on in this atmosphere that we got in this hip-hop culture today. Bruh. Ring the alarm, I got a bomb. 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 Listen to this. There's too many things going down. We got academics that we got freakos. It's a freak off in a Rico, a fucking Rico. Then McMill, he might just get hit with the Rico, the Rico. He caught a lawsuit hey, on the internet calling him Neek Cheeks. And oh man, I thought the streets was better than that. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. This is episode 218. Hopefully everyone is listening, vibing out as I am. We are podcasting right before a nice work shift. Um, To everybody out there that's trying to figure out their financial situation, just create another hustle, get another job, keep moving. If you don't keep moving, you're going to stay stuck, stranded where you're at. Cool. Now, for the main topic of today that I'm going to probably, like, talk about, um, there's a few things that I really am trying to understand, right? And it's getting to a point where I'm getting a little bit like irritated because I'm going online, right? And there's always going to be things that are going to irritate you. There's always going to be things that are going to make you go, what is going on? Why is this going on the way it's going on, right? And then you think of people that are in privileged situations and they're complaining about their situation when there's all this shit going on in life so Damien Lillard he admits that life in Milwaukee is lonely he doesn't have much of a life go to practice go home watch boxing play video games um man I type in fight hype on YouTube a hundred times and be praying for something new to be on there seriously I don't have much of a life I think personally I this guy is a lit NBA player I think he's downplaying it That is, right? I think he's downplaying it a little bit because he's going through a divorce. Think about it like this. A lot of people commented on this. If you are a smart human being, a lot of people that commented on this were immediately attacking Damian Lillard, saying like, yo, bro, there's hoes, there's prostitutes, there's so many things you can do to get, just to not feel lonely. You can go to the club, you can go to venues, you can go to shows, you can meet different type of people, women, whatever the case may be. If a show's happening in Milwaukee, I don't even think people go to Milwaukee for for like shows like that. Depends on the artist, but I don't think there's a lot of people that go to Milwaukee like that. But like whenever I see someone going on tour, I never see Milwaukee as one of the cities. So I can understand why this nigga's bored. Brother, you divorced this woman around your trade time. You thought that you were going to go to Miami. You thought I put in so much work with the Blazers. These niggas are going to bring me. They're going to let me go to Miami. Do you think that they were going to let you go to Miami in the Eastern Conference and turn it up there? You were gonna tr- if Damian Lillard was it was on Miami, he would have turned it up a little bit more because one, the squad that he's with, like it would have been perfect, perfect match Damian Lillard in Miami. However, it didn't work out like that. Now we have 
a situation where he's with Giannis. So now that's even, that's good, but what Damian Lillard, I don't think they're, I don't know, I haven't been watching their games, but he's saying that he feels like they should be where Boston is right now. It's going to take a while. When Miami had LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, even though they were still winning games, there was a lot of close situations where we were like, are they even going to make the finals? And they still prevailed and made the finals because it's LeBron James, D. Wade, and Chris Bosh in their prime. So no matter what, you know, 60 plus points are being scored by three people. So everyone else just has to score play defense, put in work, and everything's going to be fine. So if you are a smart intellectual human being, you'll know that if this guy's going through a divorce, the best thing to do is, in a case, is to be like, man, I'm not even enjoying myself right now. Like, make the wifey feel bad so that the settlement will be a halal settlement. You know what I mean? Like, a good settlement. It's not going to be her taking advantage of the money you you got that you made like not nothing like that it's more like hey i'm getting my piece and that's it now a lot of people were like oh they were only married since 2021 or 2020 or whatever it is uh, to the 2020s he was dating her and for a long time before that the marriage part is what i think complicated the relationship and changed the relationship what a lot of people don't understand is, is that marriage, marriage comes from like, I'm not even married, right? But most, most marriages that I see, it's a, it's, it's either a derivative of religion or it's from religion, that, that, that bond, that sacred bond. If you get married and then your wife changes or the husband changes it's maybe because all along they were maybe like that you just didn't know or you couldn't really tell because of the fact how free and not non-free they are because they're single they're not married they're taking life a little bit less serious but when you get married some people might take life more serious than the other partner then the other partner might get a little bit uncomfortable and then shit hits the fan there's a lot of situations like that however i don't believe in him saying that he feels lonely in terms of yes i understand the the limelight and being out there and it's hard to get to where you need to get to and it's it's hard adjusting and i understand all of that you cannot say to us that you feel lonely as a million dollar multi-million dollar nba basketball player now me i could find something that i could be like you know what i'm gonna pull up here i'm gonna call them up and be like yo damien letter is gonna pull up make sure security is there da, 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 have my security all that type of shit and then have a good time find some spots in the city that you can go to that you can vibe out with that you can do your own thing this is my advice to damien Lillard. he's in my fantasy i don't want this nigga feeling lonely and shit and then he can't drop the points that i need him to drop for my fantasy league that's number one for selfish reasons number two is yo bro he's one of my favorite players so i don't i don't like seeing a nigga down like that so look at it like this damien there are people that would wish to be in your situation, that wish to be in your position, but you are not looking at it like that. And you have to start looking at it like that, or else people are just going to judge, 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 judge. That's about it. So that's like a little bit of the, like, the first topic, right? Because I really wanted to get into like the nitty gritty shit, but like I was like, okay, let's just wait a bit. Okay. So Diddy is back in the news, okay? And the way that he's back in the news is it's a little bit crazy as to what's going on, okay? So Diddy, P Diddy is back in the news because 
of a lawsuit that dropped. So a guy named Lil Rod, right? Ironically, Lil Rod, right? He dropped a lawsuit saying that he got groped by Cuba Gooding Jr. Like, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Young Miami's cousin is in there. Like, there's a lot of, like... They have, like, a redacted name, but then it's, like, you know it's Usher. They have a redacted name. You know it's Meek Mill, that type of shit. The redacted name said, from Philly, dated Nicki Minaj. The other one said, performed at the Super Bowl, right? R&B singer that performed at the Super Bowl. Male R&B singer. So, the one thing that was really intriguing to me about this whole case was that Diddy is cooked. I don't... I knew, and here's the thing, I called this shit when it first came out. 50 Cent called this shit when it first came out. Once one person hits the bee's nest, and there's honey coming out, everyone's going to start hitting that bee's nest to get the honey. And that's what's going on with Diddy. Diddy, you, you fucked up. There's a lot of things coming up when I was growing up that... You have shady business practices. Um, You don't treat your artists well. Um, There's always been rumors and all these type of things, but there was never proof. Now we're getting to a point where people are dropping bombs. And there's one thing that I feel like P. Diddy needs to do. He needs to stop everything, put everything on pause. And I think that's what he's doing right now. But... He needs to focus on these lawsuits. He needs to focus on putting money away in case anything happens. He needs to focus on a lot of things. Like, I'm talking about taking a shit ton of money out, putting it in cash, right? Hiding it somewhere. I'm talking about stashing, just doing something where you have a fail safe just in case. Because right now, it's not looking good for you. Your son is named in the lawsuit. There's pictures, allegedly, of, like, underage people in the venue that you're in. And, like, it's just, it's creepy, nasty shit. And the one thing that I was really trying to, like, understand is... Meek Mill. Out of all people that should be named in anything... Here's the thing. A lot of people thought maybe French Montana was going to be named because of the videos of, of Diddy and French Montana. Nah, nigga. Not that Muslim, brother. When I seen French Montana speak on um, My Expert Opinion, shout out to them, the My Expert Opinion podcast, I automatically understood that, yo, you know what? French Montana is a real one, and he understands everything. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say about French Montana's music, but French Montana is a real one. If you want to, I don't know him, but <clears throat> going off of his, like what he, his decision making and how he moves and shit, I could be like, okay, you know what, Frenchie, you didn't disappoint me. Out of, there's a lot of rappers that reached a certain point that have fucking disappointed me. Frenchie's not one of them. You know what I mean? So let's keep the ball moving. Pause. I'm really trying to understand this situation. Diddy. This is the downfall of Diddy, and we are watching it, at, and it's being televised. I don't ever think that P. Diddy can ever, 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 ever fix this. The only way that I feel like P. Diddy could probably fix this or figure out a way to fix this, the only way, only fucking way, is for something to happen, right, where P. Diddy has no choice but to look like, the only way this can kind of like, the only way that he can like fix this is to, I don't even know. I don't even know. Because I'm thinking in my head, I've never seen someone get cooked like this and 
even though there's lawsuits, these lawsuits are like, they're just being, they're just suing them. They're trying to get a bag. So I don't see, I don't, I don't know if it's a criminal lawsuit, but I'm just trying to, trying to figure it out. Right. Because it's not like the United States government has dropped an indictment on Sean Diddy. Like you don't see that. It's just a bunch of people dropping lawsuits, dropping lawsuits. If it gets to that point where like there's a like the United States government has a case on him, that's when shit's gonna get deep. Pause. No pun intended. Now, me being the nigga that I am, um, fucking Meek Mill. So DJ Academics reacted to this one clip. This one clip I'm gonna play for you guys. Okay. So, DJ Academics is reacting to uh, Meek Mill being mentioned in the, uh... Before we even get into it, okay? There's a video. I'm gonna play this right now, right? So, this is, this is, this is, um, Academics reacting to the fact that Meek Mill is being mentioned, okay? So, I'm gonna play that for you guys right now, Yeah. Why I play it? I'm gonna use the washroom. He did not. It, it did not say Meek Mill name. Wait. Oh, oh, hold up. Never mind. Wait. What the fuck? I forgot. Look, Mr. Combs informed Mr. Jones that he had engaged in sexual intercourse with rapper Five. That's redacted. Look, Five. He's a Philadelphia rapper who dated Nicki Minaj. Yo, Meek. We were playing around with that Michael Rubin shit. But if you don't, you've been tweeting about every, nigga, you've been tweeting about everything on planet Earth. If you don't get a Twitter rant saying you about to get Lil Rod killed, you about to shoot up his block, blow his mama's house up, this nigga is saying that you and Diddy were fornicating. What the fuck? Meek! He did not, it, it did not say Meek Mill name. Yep. See that? He's Wait. like, Meek! Oh, so. Oh. That's literally what happened, right? And academics was going in on it. He was like, oh my, he was just making a lot of jokes, right? Now, when he was making these jokes, he's online saying like, yo, Meek, man, I'm just, I'm just playing. Like, I don't want no beef, da, 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 I'm just fucking around, blah, blah, blah. Now, Meek Mill took offense to this. And this all happened on Twitter. Amazing. Okay. So, we're going <clears> to... <throat> We're going to see the whole little uh, back and forth that these niggas had. So, we're going to go to the beginning, hopefully. Meek, 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 right here. Okay. Oh, these niggas, these niggas crashed out. So, first off, first off, let me play this clip for you guys, because this clip is fuck. This is when I'm talking about P. Diddy's just like on some weird shit, okay? Right here. Back in the days when he was like 10 and I was a little bit older, his older brother, we used to fight over the over the Frosted Flakes, you know what I'm saying? He's talking about him and Usher. Before pause was invented, you know what I'm saying? But it's my brother for real. We used to actually wrestle off of the, off of the Frosted Flakes because he used to always get up early. Yo, what the fuck did Puff just say? Nobody's gonna acknowledge this for me. Puff just said we used to wrestle over the Frosted Flakes and we're streaming like. Nigga, does Frosted Flakes means we used to wrestle to see who nutted first? I'm thinking, they ain't, they ain't talking about cereal, my nigga. They talking about ejaculating. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> These niggas used to wrestle till one of them ejaculated and they were calling Frosted Flakes. Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Unnecessary. They got code words for the fuckery. Now that's crazy. That is crazy. Right? Wow, that was stupid. And that Puffy enjoyed watching them be with other men. What do you think his fascination is with watching 
the girls that he's with be with other guys. He ain't watching the females, he's watching the guys. I keep telling y'all the nigga been with his homosexuality. <laughs> shit, way before all this shit came out. Y'all be, you know, you motherfuckers like always saying, and you too, John, Reggie be lying, Reggie making up shit. But if y'all go and listen to my videos before, y'all see I done spoke on all this bullshit before. Been telling y'all, Puffy Combs is a fucking homosexual. Any man sitting paying a motherfucking male to come and watch him have sex with his girl is a weirdo. Now I know y'all be like, well, you, you don't watch porn, you don't watch porn. No, number one, I don't pay a motherfucking man to come and watch me or, 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 or let me watch them in a, a man. I mean, a girl. I ain't gonna pay no man to do that. And generally, if I'm watching porn, it's back in So, there's a lot of just allegations, man. A lot of weirdo shit going on, you know what I mean? So, um, you have uh, Meek Mill and D-Jack and them is going back. So, Meek Mill first starts this off with this is yesterday. Academics, didn't I tell you to stop playing with my name? I don't know what I'm going to do when I actually see you. It's going to have a combination to it, though, right? Then he goes, wait, did you blame me for what a lawsuit said? Like, I just made it up? LOL, no way, right? And then he goes in, LOL, honestly, I don't even think me gay, but it's weird as fuck. He got on Elon Musk's Twitter to blame me for what a lawsuit said and promote a song. LOL, dog, you know you can just say, that's not true. They're lying. Bro, done dropped his trailer more times than, sound, than the SoundCloud link. Like, he's trying to use it as promo. That's odd to me, which is kind of odd. The fact that he's promoting something, but we'll get into that. Um, this treacherous rollout, if you ask me, right? Now, Meek Mill goes, academics, an alcoholic fully powered by the white man. Who you think posting on that on every website? They'd be so mad they can't stop. It's few groups. LOL. So imagine, he said the white man, right? Um, get me his, Meek Mill's like, get me his Addy. I'm going to shoot a full production music video in front of his house. Seriously. You know, the one in NJ. Academics goes... First off, he goes, well, after the alcoholic, he goes, nah, this nigga's burnt out. A producer called him and Diddy gay. He met at everybody and dressing everything but that. Nigga said, I made it up. Cut this bunny hopping fake gangster shit out. You a reform nigga or you a killer? Until you shoot a video in front of Dean House, I don't want to hear this on social media. You wild and trying to promote your whack song. That's what academics is saying to Meek. Back to Meek. Right? And then academics. The day a gay... A nigga use a gay rumor and beefing with a blogger to promote his songs when I realize his game is too crazy for me. I'm gonna pray for Meek, he gotta be back on them perks. Then, um, he goes, Meek Mill goes, me, um, he's an alcoholic with no life talking to the kids on a computer. Normal kids watch Kai, Aiden, Wallow, and Gilly. What kids are watching Wallow and Gilly? I understand you're from Philly. So you mentioned Wallow and Gilly, but what children are fucking listening to Wallow and Gilly? These are old ass niggas talking to youngins. Yes, they might have a young demographic, but only when they bring younger people to come get interviewed by them. So that's kind of crazy, right? Anyways, you a sick old black man with no life achievements trying to destroy black men because you envy us as men. <laughs> Academic says this to Meek Mill after this. He goes, Meek Mill, I promise you nobody in the rap game envies you. Nigga, you got dropped from Atlantic and then you said you heard execs were pl planning against you. Nigga, you flat out just fell the fuck off. Who you think is in rooms conspiring like, let's try to stop Meek Mill. Are you jealous? You high? Right? Then you have, again, Meek Mill replies to this. I'm from Philly. I don't do coke or freaky ass molly. Nobody would even offer me coke because I'm that heavy. No man or what would ever approach me about gay activity and the whole place don't get flipped. Woke up seeing this on every blog like they know I'm coming. LOL. Pause. This is all stupid, nigga. Uh, this is what academic says this is all stupid nigga had to tweet coming on here trying to beef with me to sell the record like i made this shit up 
academics again meek really gotta be on drugs though nigga i've been on i've been chill on that nigga dean and half of philly drove to my studio trying to expose that nigga in the interview i turned the interview down out of the strength of 21 savage who tried to patch it up with me and him before meek don't talk to no nigga from philly like how he tried to talk to me that's why i can't respect him he bunny hop for the white man act like he above niggas who from his own city but got killer energy for a blogger nigga we stop believing you and then he's like uh meek mill said someone sent me the lawsuit these blogs making y'all stupid day for day academics sends the nigga so gets tells him yo go to page 13 your name is redacted but you're explained as the philadelphia rapper who dated Nicki minaj in the lawsuit i said you know what academics academics I approve of that. That was good for you, man. Good for you for standing up for yourself like that. Um, so, he goes, see, now a lot of these posts are unavailable now. Meek Mill got, got rid of them. But he's like, nigga, when you talk about asking for my address online, you're talking about death games. You must think you're you invincible. You don't talk about pulling up to street niggas' homes because you know... You ain't that with with him, so don't be on that with me, cause academics is strapped up too. Like, people keep thinking that only street niggas is strapped up in America, in America, right? When a lot of these other niggas that that are blogging and doing the shit that they do, they're strapped up too, right? Nigga, we over talking. We've been threatening tweeting for eight years. Say less, cause at this point we don't believe shit you saying, right? He's like, you finna do six, you finna do a six nine. Now remember when he pulled up on you and all you did was pull your camera, dog. You on the phone with me and told James Harden, told you that me and six nine were planning to pop out on you. We seen the six nine video. You just pull out the camera guy. You bunny hop for Michael Rubin, Robert Kraft, and get called boy by billionaires. You they house nigga slave. You ask for your financial advice on Twitter because the billionaires around you just doing chores for them. Nigga, that's half the reason you fell off. The image don't match. Plus, we've seen you hit that boxing ring, fam. Me and you could box. I want to see that. DJ Academics and Meek Mill boxing match because these niggas been, they've been had this tension. The way I'm talking to Meek is when you realize the, this facade of being some sutra, some ultra superhero gangster is a bunch of bullshit. Nigga cried over sitting six months in jail for popping a wheelie, but you want me to believe he's so gangster he finna ask me the whole internet for my address? Front his move, but when he finna do it then. Nigga, please, find someone to play with freak mill <laughs> i promise you no fear in my heart yo that's hilarious free freak mill this is a sick negro freak mill frog you freaky fro you a freaky frog fucking freaky frog <laughs> so um come on freak mill is hilarious come on I don't give a fuck what anyone says, freak mill. <laughs> so, after that, he the, he keeps going in. So, here's when I talked about, like, oh, the white man. Like, like Meek Mill's talking about, oh, the white man. Academic, he's with the white man. Hum, 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 hum. Right? Look at this. Meek Mill goes, The governor called me and checked me. I told I took it down after I explained to him this is the guy that powered the biggest rap beefs that killed some of my friends playing undercover. New music out we off him. Academics goes, You still getting told what to do by white man. Just stop cosplaying as a gangster man. We respect the reform shit you do. Talking like you ain't got nothing else is just laughable. And plus, you still ain't you still ain't addressed a nigga who sued you and said all that shit. Nigga was talking about he's finna be ready to die about this issue with me now. And some old white governor convinced him not to. Not his family, not his friends. A white governor. Embarrassing. This is how he lost that beef to Drake. All tweets. So. Meek Mill. 
I want to address this to you, and I'm going to speak to you as a, as a human being. Meek Mill, it, what are you doing to yourself? You never said, hey, yo, I got my lawyers, and I, I deny all these allegations. You should be denying the allegations, but you're not. All you're doing is trying to say, no, I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm not. The allegations. Niggas is asking you about the allegations. No one gives a fuck whether or not, no one gives a flying shit whether or not, whether or not you're gay or not, bro. People are asking you about the allegations with you and Diddy. That's it. No one gives a fuck if you're gay or not, bro. Yes, there might be street niggas that are like looking at, might look at you weird, but most of us are not looking at it like that. We're looking at it like, yo, there's allegations against you and you're not saying anything about it. So what are you going to do out here? Now, there's a few things that I like to speak on and I like to speak about. And until we get there, it's going to take a little bit of a long time. Now, I appreciate everybody that listens to the podcast and, and all that type of stuff. You know, this is the halfway point. You know, it's episode 218. And I love all you guys as you, as, you know, as per per DMS per normal. Um, there's a few things that I want to say. One, if you are going to be that type of person, right? Meek Mill. That was just a little break. Meek Mill. You are not looking that good, man. Meek Mill, you're getting cooked. Diddy, you're getting cooked. These are two people. Well, Meek Mill, I didn't expect you to get be getting cooked the way you get. You always post some sus shit, some dumb shit. People always look at you like you're not that you're not that smart. Someone even tweeted, I feel bad for Meek Mill because he doesn't have enough intellect to defend himself right now. Do you know how do you know how sad that is that people think of you that you're not that smart? I've seen someone tweet that Meek Mill is, you know, y'all ever watch the show My Wife and Kids? Meek Mill is the junior of My Wife and Kids. Now, My Wife and Kids is a show by Damon Waynes, um, Tisha Campbell, she's in there too, she's the wife, and then the kids is junior, um, I forgot who plays them, but it's a basically an idiot. A dumb, dumb kid. Then you have the dumb, pretty uh, middle child. Then you have like the smart, the smart youngin. Like that's how they played it, right? So the dumb older, older, older son, the eldest, he's so stupid. His name is Junior. Like he's the type of person I'd be like, bro. Like <laughs> I, I could, I could play Junior clips for days. But there's clips of him just saying the dumbest shit. Hold on. If I could find it right now. Junior, my life. Like, this is. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see this. There we go. Now we gotta find this. Just, just dumb quotes like, um. What you looking for, Dad? I'm looking for my magic poker hat. I didn't have it on last week and I lost. Uh, how much did you lose? Man, I lost like 13 pretzels, a jelly donut, and then 16 pumpkin seeds. Wow, you took a beating. Yeah, that's why I got a. Well, you look like a bowling ball. Look at this. <laughs> and go blow your nose. <laughs> Tonight in my poker game. It'll just be the guys. Oh, that'd be great. Hey, can Vanessa come too? Yeah, if she can grow up. I'll ask her. Hey, babe. <laughs> That's Meek Mill. 
that is literally the example of like how like like sometimes you look at it like meek why are you asking us for financial advice when you have a bunch of billionaires and millionaires around you that are literally there to help you out you're asking us for the financial hey yo man how do i live in it? how do i donate to this how do i brother meek we love you we appreciate you we stand by you mate but you need to like literally figure out something because this is not going well for you you and diddy look hella sus right now that's all i'm saying hella sus like i'm gonna play another one because this shit is hilarious bro this shit is hilarious because yo this nigga junior is so stupid just missed it my mommy got a black eye oh my god miss kyle would you like me to take you to a shelter no, Tony, it was just so I'm on my no, way. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, That's not, that's not, that's not the clip I wanted to play. My bad, guys. But look, look, here, here we go. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Junior's about to do a poem. Okay. Open the door, close the door. I am so confused. <laughs> Lost in the friction of life. No, I have never read a diction. Airy in my life, <laughs> quite scary. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Isn't it? But my head is big with wisdom. 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 Wiki, 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 wisdom. Entitled this one Suburban Pain. Kill, put, stand, believe. <laughs> Why is this suburban kid so mad? <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> but I'm saying, I like to hurt all of you. <laughs> but I gotta make it home by curfew. <laughs> so until I'm free. For more of this love, my family supposedly giving me. <laughs> I'ma be mad for no damn reason. But yeah, that's literally how 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 people see Meek Mill right now. Anyways, um, that's it for that topic. Um, brand new topic. So, Toronto's new single-use and takeaway item bylaw comes into effect on Friday. Getting takeout in Toronto is about to look slightly different as the city's new single-use and takeaway item bylaw comes into full effect later this week. Starting Friday, businesses will be required by law to ask customers if they'd like a single-use accessory food item, such as utensils, straws, napkins, paper, shopping bags, etc., before providing them. The, not proper, but like, I read that proper. The bylaw was approved by Toronto City on December 15 and represented the staff of reducing the single-use plastic waste that comes with takeout. Businesses will also be required to accept reusable shopping bags and reusable cups if customers choose to use them. Ayo, I don't understand what this whole government thing is with plastic and reducing plastic waste. I understand reducing like waste and plastic waste and all that. What are we doing here? Because I am truly confused. Why are we so obsessed with fucking plastic? I'm just, I'm curious. We are suffering here. Like, there's people that are suffering. There's people that are, they don't know what, how they're going to get their last meal, how they're going to pay for this, pay for that. Like, people are suffering out here. There's people living paycheck to paycheck, but still trying to have fun, still trying to do what they can do. And you have these motherfuckers out here just, like, moving, like, like yo we need to focus on plastic waste these are things we not need to focus on 
there's so many other things that we need to focus on that we don't need to focus on. I don't understand why Trudeau is so anally has a stick up his ass where he's like, yo, I need to figure he's trying to do some shit where some online hate bill where it's like if you speak, if you speak hate speech online, you can get if you if your hate speech results in a hate crime, you can get up to life a life sentence or if you have hate speech, you're going to get fined. My nigga, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? So you're not, are you going to arrest everybody? Because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure 60% of the population has said some shit online that they're like, ah, fuck it. I live in a country where I can get that shit off. If you try to limit freedom of speech to people, whether it's online or in public or whatever the case may be, the Freedom Convoy was an example of us looking at it like, oh, I see what's going on. This nigga does not like when people are against him. He wants everyone to like him and everyone to love him because that's how he came in. Bro, you said you're going to legalize weed. There's a lot of Canadians that smoke weed that approve of weed that are cool with weed. So they're like, yo, if you legalize that shit, that'll make shit easier for my kids. They smoke weed, they won't get caught. Like, everyone was like, yo, I'm, I approve of that. Fuck it. Can't beat them, join them type shit. But then after that, bro, I never seen you do anything after that. After 2016, Justin Trudeau, I've not seen anything. And you've been in power for like eight years already, my nigga. It's been eight years. You're lucky the pandemic happened because or else you there's what we you would have been out of here. I don't know how you did some next shit to still maintain power, but you did it. Because there's a pandemic that happened and we you know, I mean, the U.S., they still went through with their election. But I think us, we still had an election. And I think most Canadians were like, you know what, let's just keep shit with the liberals because they're the liberals are willing to spend more money to get the vaccines and all that type of shit but once they got the vaccines and all this type of shit they try to make other people third class citizens which is something that the liberals shouldn't be doing right making other people feel like third class citizens right anyways and then now we're talking about oh takeout so if they want takeout you have to ask them if they would like some takeout utensils or else don't give it to them because we're trying to limit plastic waste why don't you holler at the manufacturers that are making the plastic and figure out something that we can use that's biodegradable, that everyone could use that's cheap? Figure it out. No, let's just ban plastic and get rid of plastic. Let's just make things worse for everybody without creating a fucking solution. Let's ban some shit or get rid of some shit and not create a solution or a substitute for it. Bro, them, 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 them straws that y'all yeah, yeah, niggas got us trying to sip through. Like, come on, man. What are we doing? Anyways. It's so stupid. So. This one lady. She has, like. She's trying to get like a disability settlement. And a disability settlement was $800,000. $800, now, most of us that have disability cases, I, we're eligible for it or like, you know, we're going through it or maybe like we have like, you know, some, some shit around our neck. Like, you know, like this woman decided to attend to a uh, tree throwing fucking competition you guys heard what i said a tree throwing compet yo are you serious a, a three <laughs> dude what the fuck? a tree throwing competition so you went to a tree throwing competition threw those trees and thing got caught for it got in trouble and now you lost $800,000 because you're a fucking idiot. What made you think? Yo, if I had a case like that, nigga, I'm, I'm sitting in a chair. I can't move. I can't do nothing. Like, what are we talking about here? I don't know. Y'all people are just like, like, what are you doing? Make your money and be like smart. 
Anyway, sorry guys. Niggas gotta charge their phone before work, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you gotta be smart out here, bro. You like some people are just not thinking properly. Do you have all these avenues and things to do and ways to maintain and ways to make money and you decide to be that much of an idiot? So there's that. Now Parents out there that are like, you have shit to pay for. Why would you do that? That's like, that's like, yo, um, you go to court and you say, yo, man, this accident made me paralyzed. And then you start walk, and then people have footage of you walking. You know what I mean? That's literally what it is. How are you throwing trees? Like, out of all things to get caught doing, throwing trees, you got caught throwing trees. All right, man. Salute to you. So, as much as we, I like to like to go in on on certain situations like that, she's she's just she's not she's not thinking. So. We're going to have a gaming section right now. Um, I'm going to speak on the current gaming situation. So there's this whole thing going on about Suicide Squad um, kills the Justice League, right? These guys are below a thousand players. Now, the one thing that has been like intriguing me a lot with this whole gaming thing is, is... You have studios that have full staff, ready to go, but then they drop shit games. Then you have studios that everyone is anticipating a game. And then when the employees are being told to come back to work, the employees are getting mad. They're unhappy. Yo, working from home has coddled and ruined a lot of these young people that that have that, that have come up on that type of vibe. Or that maybe their first five years of work was that, then they get to remote, work remotely and they'd rather do that. Everybody would rather work from fucking home. Period. If you could work at home, most people would rather work from home because you could literally do whatever the fuck you want at home. You could have a few beers at home and still do your job. If you're a weed smoker, you can smoke as much weed as you want, still get your job done. Like, there's a lot of shit you could do. You could, you can run, you can do what you have to do, then run some errands right after you, you log out. It's literally, the moment you sign out, you're already at home. Oh shit, I'm already at home. I don't have to commute back. I understand that. But you guys are, people that Rockstar are unhappy that they have to come back home to come back, come back um, to the office to help to help um, make GTA 6 what it's supposed to be because it's the final stretch. The game is coming out next year. It's already going to be March. You niggas got nine months to figure it the fuck out in terms of everything. Polished, paused, everything ready to go. If you niggas do not fucking figure that shit out, I'm telling you, do you know how much money is being spent on this fucking game? You fucking pathetic workers, bro. I'm I'm sorry. But some of you workers that are in certain situations that still complain, I don't understand. If you're getting paid like shit, then I can understand why you might complain. But I'm I'm pretty sure... And yes, I think their jobs are salary-based. But let's not act like they're not proper salary jobs. Now, there's the whole salary versus hourly, right? If you work salary, they can abuse the hours that they give you. But why can't you just stand your foot? I mean, put like why can't you just stand your ground and be like, hey, yo, at this time, every day, I got to get the fuck out of here. That's it. And if you guys fire me, you guys fire me. I'll go somewhere else. That is it. 
You guys don't have to fucking work there if you guys don't want to. Oh, we're unhappy that we have to come back into the office because it's the final stretch of a a multi-million fucking billion dollar game. Oh, we gotta we gotta go back to the office, nigga. I gotta go to work right now, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I have to podcast, and then I have to go to work. Oh my god, I got a podcast, and then I gotta go to work. <laughs> no one cares. I'm sorry, unless there's like abuse going on or like some type of fuckery going on. No one gives a fuck. Make the game the fucking way it's supposed to be made, and make sure that game's fucking nice. Niggas paying bare money for that shit. You guys want us to pay for GTA Plus, right? So you're going to have to get a GTA Plus subscription on top of buying a game that's probably going to cost $100. That game minimum is going to be 100 bucks. So when these niggas be complaining, oh, we got to go back. Uh, uh, I don't feel bad for y'all, yo. A wolf like I really don't understand why people just think it's it's that easy for you to be an idiot. Sorry guys, that was a stupid ass ad. I was supposed, I wanted to play a video, but stupid ass ad happened. Anyways, y'all were crazy. <laughs> nah, bro, me and my ex used to fight like that all the time. Oh hey Trey. Hey, Ms. Williams. Tony ain't tell me you was coming over. What y'all talking about? Uh, no, we was talking about how I used to fight with my ex, Tasha. Oh, uh, yeah, she was a cutie, though. <laughs> with a fat ass. <laughs> no, Tony, but you know what I'm talking it. about? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for real. So you know crazy. you know it, though. You know it, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no. Hey, mom, I was about to smoke some weed. You want to smoke with me? Got weed? Trying to smoke with me? Oh yeah, when you gonna smoke? I was gonna smoke in like ten minutes. I'm okay, saying. yeah, yeah, sure. I'll smoke with you. Alright, bet we're gonna spark up. We're gonna spark up. For sure. Oh yeah, Tony, don't forget to take the trash out. Mom, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Nah, I'm just screwing with you. I'm just screwing <laughs> with you. I'm just I knew you was. You. I knew you was. <laughs> nah, oh, I got it, mom. I'll be in my room. Alright, mom. <laughs> bro, you you joke with your mom like that? <laughs> yeah, don't everybody? You don't talk to your mom like that, bro? Now, before I keep going on this video. Y'all know about these situations, right? You go to a nigga's crib and they, they, them and their dukes is like this, and you're like, damn, I wish my mom was like I that. Never try that with my mom, bro. I don't think, I don't think that's gonna slide. Why, bro? It's not even that crazy. Like, it's, it's for real, not even that deep. Oh, bro. my mom go. Oh, all right. Hey, mom. Hey, Trey, where you at? You ain't telling me you was leaving. Oh yeah, I'm at my friend Tonyo's right now. Oh okay. Hey, listen, whenever you get back, make sure you lock up the house. All right, all right. Hey, hey, hey mom. Yeah, yeah. What? What, Trey? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm just playing. And she hung up right there. Oh. Bro, did she hang up, bro? I think the call fell, bro. When your mom just hangs up the phone, you're in deep shit. She's mad. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Make sense. Shout out to Trey Rags, yo. Trey, Trey Rags. He's hilarious. Follow him on, um, it's T-R-A-R-A-G-S on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. This guy is hilarious. So, me, growing up, I used to always have, like, I I could talk to my mom in a way where most, most niggas my age, or most niggas that are East African, they can't really talk to their mom like that. Because, like, I could pick up the phone and be like, yo, mom, what do you, what's up? She, she'd be like, yeah, I'm chilling. I'd be like, yo, I'm, She'd be like, where are you at? I'm like, oh, I'm just chilling outside. I'm with a girl, da 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 right? I could do that with my dukes, but some other guys, they can't say that with, with their mom. They're like, oh, no, I'm just outside. I'm with a friend. Like, they, till today, these these grown-ass ages, these niggas are still trying to hide shit from their dukes. Me, I don't really hide shit from my mom because just in case anything happens, she knows Wagwan. She knows where I was at. Hopefully, everything's going to be a little bit too bad now before we leave kai sanat got a pair of uh this is this this is um one of the craziest things kai sanat what's up i have something for you well it is by 2006 in kobe in taiwan wait what yeah he gave me he gave me a ball kobe gave you this yeah. In Taiwan. Yeah, in 2006. Hey, my name. Hey, bro. My name is Kai Chi. This is Zen. It's for you. 
Try to give the ball back. Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, 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 all right. And and the receipts are looking like he might be dead ass. Okay. My whole thing was like, how do you appreciate? Appreciate someone that much that you're willing to give away something that Kobe Bryant gave you, the late great Kobe Bryant. If I got something from Kobe Bryant, I have a Kobe Bryant jersey in my closet, nigga. I'm not giving that shit up. And I know the only time you'll see me sell that jersey is if someone asks me like, "Yo, I'll pay you ten, hundred bands for that jersey right now." Then I'll be like, "All right, you'll take the jersey. Take the jersey." But other than that, like, I'm keeping that shit. So I could totally understand why Kai Sinat was like, yo, bro, if Kobe gave me this ball, I would not give it away. Yo, give it back here. You can have it back. And the fact that Kai Sinat tried to give it back, and instead of giving it back, just giving him a bunch of money. Then on top of giving him a bunch of money, the nigga gave him a hat. I don't know what kind of hat it was. It looked exclusive. But I appreciate that type of shit. I like seeing genuine shit like that. I personally thought my my initial reaction was why the fuck are you giving this to him? This is you know how much that ball is gonna be worth now. Maybe it's not worth that much because there's no Kobe signature on it. But the sentimental value of you knowing that Kobe gave you that ball, you're gonna give it to a complete stranger that you just met just because you only you fuck with their content. Just because you fuck with their content. It's like, yo, I'm going to give you this. It's like this. That ball, I have friends that I'd rather give it to before I'm going to give it to Kai Sinat. No matter how much. Yo, there's a lot of like like, like um, content creators that I listen to that I fuck with. Right? Fucking Cat Williams. Fucking, I don't know. Like, the content creators, my bad. Joe Budden, whatever. Rory and Maul and them, whatever. Fucking... Uh, Andrew Schultz, um, Charlamagne the God, um, keep going down. If I had a, Co a Kobe Bryant ball and, I, ball and I met them, right, I'm not gonna kiss their ass and give them the fucking Kobe Bryant ball. I'm not doing that shit. Why would I do that? You understand what I'm saying? It, that makes no sense to me. Why would I put myself through that and why would I do that? You know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, guys, um, this is just another podcast. This is episode, well, what episode is this? Episode, not episode fart, but episode, um, what's the shit called? 218. Hopefully, you guys can stay tuned, stay peaked, and all that type of shit. Um, but yeah, um... This was an amazing episode. This was very quick, obviously very brief. I got a bunch of, I got like a little, like I got like literally 10 to 15 minutes of, oh shit, I gotta go. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, I gotta leave here within 10 minutes of me trying to upload the video to and upload the podcast too. You understand? So there's a few things that I gotta do, but Everything is okay. Everything is good. You know, we're just, we're just chilling. So at the end of the day, um, we're going to just end off the pod on this. I think he's high game playoffs. Who are you most scared of? Kyrie Irving is not even close. Whoa. 
So wait, you're going with Kyrie now over everybody we've talked about. For the last second shot, I'm going with Kyrie. You talking about fear factor at, at, at any given moment or for like that moment, Kyrie. Because I mean, with Steph, I think he's shown at least proven the teams that you can double him. And if you could just try to get the ball out of his hands, then I guess that's the way to combat him. But with Kyrie, he's just so good. Like he's able to, you can't get the ball out of his hands. Allen Iverson said Kyrie was the best ball handler in NBA history. And I've been told that I was crazy for saying that. But Kyrie, you talk about fear factor. You ask anybody in the league, that's a scary guy to see. So guys, that's the end of the episode, man. Hopefully you guys can stay tuned. We vibing out. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Peace out. Peace and love. I love all you guys. You already know what to do what it is, man. And yeah, that's it, man. We out. We out. We out. We out.